Hey, what's up, guys? This is Tobias Rex, and this is the Sharks, Dinosaurs, and Mythical Creatures podcast coming at ya. This is the first Mythical Creature episode, and we will discuss a very mysterious monster which goes by the unlikely name of Cloverfield. For those of you who have not seen Cloverfield, you might want to watch it on Netflix. It's a pretty good film. You'll like it. This large-scale aggressor, as it's called in the movie, is unlike anything we've ever seen before. It is a quadruped creature, closely resembling a mutated, hairless, flightless bat at first glance, but it's much worse. It's 350 feet tall and has a long tail that ends in a fork-like shape. Each of its feet are 40 feet in length. Its arms are longer than its legs, and its hands have three fingers and are articulated enough for the monster to walk on its fingers. It has two appendages on its stomach called external esophagi. These were originally thought to be limbs by the fans, but they're not. They end in teeth-like projections, and it uses these things to kill whales and other large animals. Its skin has the ability to shed bloodthirsty parasites the size of dogs. And its face, oh, its face. Clover's face resembles that of a piranha or anglerfish, but is even worse. It has a jagged mouth with large hooked teeth. And there are two massive so- massive sacks on the side of its head, w- which it can inflate and recede. And no one knows what these things are really used for. Some say they're ear membranes. Some say they're sacks of fluid. Some say they even help the monster breathe. But they normally inflate when he's agitated. Here's something that'll really shock you folks. In the first Cloverfield film, d- despite being massive, the monster is just a baby. He's lost, sad, frightened, crying out for his mommy. When the military fires weapons at him, that only freaks him out more. The producer, J.J. Abrams, said there's nothing scarier than something massive and scary that's also scared. In The Cloverfield Paradox, which is a Netflix film, he makes a cameo at the end, but he's full-grown, reaching a height of about 6,800 feet. That's above the clouds! Can you believe that? No one knows Clover's true origin, but he was awakened by a satellite that fell into the ocean, so he could be something possibly prehistoric. The roar of this monster is so haunting, even the bravest person will need new pants. Speaking of which, I'm going to play the sound right now, guys. Here's what Clover sounds like. That's what Clover sounds like, guys. Clover is not his true name, but it's used by the the film's crew, and fans accept it. But there are a lot of other names for this creature. One includes MGP, which is Mr. Grumpy Pants, hence him being a baby, literally. Some people call him Cloverfield. Some people call him Clover. Some people call him Clovey, spelled with an E-Y, a Y, and an I-E. And some people also call him Mickey Monster, because when the sacks come out, they kind of look, they kind of look like mouse ears. And now, I'm going to tell the story of what happened in Cloverfield. For those of you who do not want to be spoiled, you probably might not want to hear this. Sorry, guys. 
Once upon a time, in New York City, one night, Jason, Marlena, Lily, Hud, and Rob, and Beth are at a going away party. They're having the time of their lives when a brief blackout occurs and the building shakes. When the power returns, everyone turns on the local news, where the anchor explains that there was an earthquake and that an oil tanker has capsized in the bay off lower Manhattan. Curious as to what's going on, the partygoers and apartment dwellers go up to the roof to spot the disaster, where, where, where they witness an explosion in the distance. And as fire and debris begin to rain down from the sky, the, the partygoers flee to the streets below. Suddenly, the head of the Statue of Liberty, damaged and rusted, crashes down into the street beside them. Using his camera, Hud is able to record a glimpse of what seems to be a giant monster moving through the city. The Woolworth building collapses in its wake, causing Rob, Jason, Hud, and Lily to take refuge in a nearby convenience store while the creature passes by. After the panic, uh, the streets fall silent, and the group decides to, to use the Brooklyn Bridge to exit Manhattan. On the bridge, they see the capsized oil tanker and the headless Statue of Liberty. While rocking across, Rob gets a call on his cell phone from a distressed Beth who tells him that she is stuck in her apartment and can't move. Hud calls out for Marlena and Lily, but Jason, unable to hear them clearly, does not stop walking. The bridge suddenly begins to shake as the monster's tail suddenly appears and crushes it violently. They are chased by the, by the collapsing bridge. Many innocent people are killed, including Jason. The bridge finally collapses, and Hud films the destruction of the bridge before, before they retreat, terrified. As Marlena tries to comfort the grieving Lily over the loss of her boyfriend, Hud approaches Rob, who is still stunned at what had just happened there. Suddenly remembering that his phone call with Beth had been interrupted, Rob stops at an electronics store that is being looted where, where he steals a cell phone battery and finish, finishes listening to Beth's message. On the news, Hud sees the Brooklyn Bridge's full collapse as well as the military tries to destroy the monster. The soldiers are attacked by, para by parasitic spider-like creatures that fall off of the monster. The four proceed to Manhattan streets to find Beth. As the group makes their way to Beth's apartment, they are caught in a crossfire between Clover and the military. The friends barely manage to escape into the Spring Street station. The group decides to walk through the tunnels to reach Beth's apartment, but they get attacked by several parasites along the way. One parasite grabs Hud and tries to drag him away with force, but Marlena fends it off with a pipe, only to be attacked by another one. Rob and the others have little time to grieve as a military sergeant allows them back up to the streets, but warns them to report to a military evacuation site before 6 o'clock in the morning which is when the last helicopter evacuates and the military will enact its hammer-down protocol, which will destroy Manhattan if necessary to kill the monster. The group continues to Beth's apartment in the Time Warner Center, finding her tower partially collapsed into the one next to it. The three climb the standing tower and cross onto the roof of Beth's building and work their way down to her apartment. And they find Beth. She's alive, but she's trapped and impaled. After they rescue her, they make their way to an aerial evacuation site and encounter the monitor once more, while the military still continues to fire at it nonstop. Um, at the landing zone, Lily is raced into a, part, into a departing helicopter without her friends. A few moments later, Rob, Beth, and Hud are taken away in a second helicopter, in which they watch as the monster is pummeled by the bombs of an unseen plane until it crashes to the ground, seemingly dead. 
As HUD prematurely declares the military victorious over the beast, it reaches up and violently attacks the helicopter, causing it to spin wildly out of control and make a crash landing into a clearing in Central Park. The next day, the three people have survived the crash, and, and they hear a voice on the helicopter's radio saying that, that the hammer down protocol will, will, be, will be affected in 15 minutes, telling anyone listening that if they can hear the air raid sirens going off, then they're in the blast zone and have only two minutes to get out of there. Hud and Beth pull an injured Rob clear of the wreckage, but Hud returns to cover the camera, and when he does, he turns to find Clover right there looking down at him. Hud's body is suddenly sliced in half by the creature's gaping mouth, and his upper body is left behind on the ground. Heartbroken by the loss of their friend, Rob and Beth grab the still-filming camera and take shelter under a bridge in Central Park, as air raid sirens begin to blare in the distance, indicating that the Hammerdown Protocol is about to commence. Rob and Beth take turns leaving their last testimonies on camera, just as numerous explosions occur outside and the monster can be heard shrieking loudly. The bridge collapses, and... As debris covers the camera, Rob and Beth can be heard pr professing their love to one another before another explosion occurs, blacking them out. The film then cuts to Rob and Beth's Coney Island date, during which a satellite can be seen faintly and briefly falling from the sky and landing in the ocean. After the credits roll, a static video message is heard saying, help us, or it sounds like it says help us, but when it's played in reverse, it says, it's still alive suggesting that the creature lives.